the main event episode 12 <laughs> you already know what time it is Southern style and all that. Hey, um, again, thanks for everybody that uh, tunes in on a regular basis. Uh, for those of you who are just finding this uh, by accident, uh, there are no accidents in life. God meant this for you. Uh, so come get your word. Um, you can uh, check me out on my website. It's www.themaineventpodcast.com. That's uh, main, M-A-I-N-E, eventpodcast.com. Uh, from there, you can get linked up to all the social media, uh, the Instagram, the Facebook, the Twitter. And we're going to talk about all my social media here uh, very shortly. Um, in fact, let's, let's, let's kind of get into it. So last week... Um, I, uh, I, I got some word, uh, for the program. So I'm, I'm, uh, out West. I'm in currently in Sacramento, California. So I got my little mobile set up. So, you know, my sound quality is not as good, but I, I, I appreciate everybody that still tunes in and catches the show. Um, listening to it, um, mobily broadcast. Just happy that I'm able to, uh, set that up and do it for you. Um, but anyway, so, uh, last week, um, we got some word that, the program working in out here in Sacramento. I work for the, uh, it's a contractor, um, work for a company for the forest service. And, uh, we're doing airborne firefighting. Got into that from my military experience. Uh, uh, North Carolina was one of four units that did it across the country. Uh, California, uh, shine woman and the reserves out of Colorado Springs. And then Charlotte, uh, Charlotte, um, has changed aircrafts and we've, we've given up the mission and Reno Nevada is doing a great job picking it up. And now they're the fourth unit in the United States that does it. But anyways, I got into it and stuff. Um, this is all, uh, leading into, leading into uh, one big story. But so what happened was that, uh, we got word that our program is, uh, over, uh, this month. And so, um, what I did was I used my social media platform 
uh, to kind of, you know, draw a little awareness to that. And um, uh, me and uh, one of my fellow load masters, uh, you can catch him at Zulu Jumper on Twitter. Actually, I think he, he kind of deleted his Twitter, so that might not be the case that you can find uh, Zulu Jumper. But um, we have been taking videos of us uh, uh, dropping on fires all summer. And uh, so let me let me say this: we we do that because we really enjoy our jobs. We love what we do, um, and we've had requests of uh, for it, and it's just a kind of uh, informational way to give back. And uh, for some people, especially people who've been evacuated, stuff just who have messaged us on you know our, our DMs and stuff have really been kind of appreciative of the the visuals and the updates and they kind of they know their areas and stuff and they kind of get an idea you know now we we didn't do that without our own personal rules one of the first things and it was drew who said it uh before i could even think it he said well we're just posting these videos we're not making any money off of them uh because there were offers because news outlets will ask you hey is that yours or whatever their source material did you tape and stuff do you mind if we replay it we'll you know we can compensate you for it and so no one ever took compensation for it because we're like well we don't make money off the backs of other people who are going through a tough time and uh, forest uh, fires are devastating um in fact uh one of the uh guys who flies for the forest service lost his own home uh working on a fire and so i mean it's just you know um I had a young man, we were going out to fight a fire and it was a car fire. It happened early this summer and stuff. And, uh, when I retarded loaders, uh, we get fire retarded in the airplane. We go and drop that and make a fire line, uh, and help firefighters. But, um, young kid, he's like, yeah, my parents lost a house last night. And so when you hear those kind of personal stories and stuff like that, we know people are affected. Um, you never, ever want to do anything that would, you know, kind of compromise, uh, you are quite honestly, you know, we, we consider ourselves to be professionals and, and that integrity and stuff. So never, never in that was just really for informational and stuff. Um, it wasn't to get famous <laughs> cause I'm not famous. Uh, and he's not famous. Uh, it was really for those kind of those core kind of things. And, um, we also uh, said that we would never, um, if there was like damage to personal property, uh, it didn't matter if it was a barn or a shed and stuff. We didn't know who, whose it was. And, um, we wanted to make sure that we were not reporting uh, on somebody's loss uh, before they were actually able to assess that for themselves. Um, so, you know, we had some 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 basic rules or whatever. Um, and so uh, when we found out that our program was in and stuff, um, with one of the videos, um, I actually tagged out um, – uh, Camilla Harris, uh, Senator for California, and Senator Feinstein for California. And the reason I did that uh, will be evident here shortly as I back up the story a little bit. So the program that we're working for uh, was actually spearheaded by uh, uh, John McCain, uh, being a senator from Arizona that suffered some wildfires too. Uh, what he wanted to do was he wanted to provide the Forest Service with their own uh, large air tankers um, that they could maintain and stuff. The 
one of the principles behind it was is that uh, the air tanker fleet had been uh, depleted since the 2000s. It's not the same amount of air tankers out there. And he wanted to ensure that no matter what the economic uh, side of life looked like, um, that one of the private companies, if they should decide they, you know, they made all their money or they can't operate anymore, that um, citizens wouldn't lose. Um, it wouldn't be such a big hit for the citizens of uh, the Western states because the Forest Service would have their own uh, aircraft. And so, and that the, they were to their own standards and, you know, maintenance and blah, blah, blah. blah. And uh, so that uh, was passed in the National Defense Act. I want to say it was uh, 14. I could be wrong. Somebody fact check me on that if you want to. Um, I'm already saying I'm probably wrong. Um, didn't get the airplanes until 2015. It's supposed to be seven airplanes um, transferred from the Coast Guard, United States Coast Guard, to the United States Forest Service. The Air Force was involved. This big horse trade deal going on. Um, and the details are that this is nothing. That it's in the NDA. So, I mean, you go look at it. Uh, so, the details of that are, are in there if you, you're looking for particulars and stuff. I'm just giving the big grand view of what was going on. And so, um, Forest Service got delivery of an airplane and they took one of the uh, firefighting units that the military uses, one of those four units I was just talking about, and they shoved it in the back of this airplane and they went to work. And they had a great season and everything. Um, the overall goal for the airplanes was is that they were not supposed to continue flying with the military system on board. Uh, they were going to go to what's called a gravity drop tank where you, ha you actually cut a hole in the airplane, put a tank inside, and when you go to drop, you actually open it with Bombay doors and it's gravity uh, dropped out. Um, and that's not how the military system works. And anyway, that was the overall vision. And once that happened, they would be completely the Forest Service's airplane. Well, a lot of things, mostly red tape and bureaucracy, happened. And till this day, those airplanes still have not been cut on and they don't have a gravity tank. So for the past couple of years, we've just been flying that one military unit going back and forth between two airplanes that we fly and uh, trying to do the good work uh, out there on the line and stuff. Um, at the beginning of the year, the Forest Service um, basically told Congress that they didn't want the program. Uh, they're a land-based agency, and they didn't want to have to deal with it, and they prefer to just contract out their takers. That's just what they prefer. Um, I don't think there was any kind of malice or anything <laughs> involved with the Forest Service making that decision. It's just a decision that they made. And um, so part of the reason I tagged those two senators, uh, Harris and Feinstein, was because they, along with Cal Fire, petitioned the government, and they got enacted in the new NDA that was just passed like a month ago uh, for those airplanes to now be transferred instead of from the Coast Guard to Forest Service from the Coast Guard to Cal Fire. Um, and I thought that was an excellent move, California could definitely use the resources and um, I was very hopeful that uh, maybe with uh, Cal Fire's involvement they wouldn't face as much bureaucracy as a Forest Service had. I think that's really a lot of, uh, this is just my personal opinion, uh, a lot of Forest Service didn't want to uh, continue the programs because it was just way too much uh, red tape and stuff trying to get them to the point of having those tankers, those airplanes turned into air tankers and uh, use 
Um, so that was a great move. Just got passed. Now, the problem is, is that the fiscal year for the government is 1 October through 30 September. And so what that meant was, is that at the end of this month, the Forest Service no longer has a claim to these airplanes because that NDA was for FY19, which starts 1 October, and they'll be Cal uh, Fires airplanes. Well, what that means is that the contract that my company has with the Forest Service is basically over 30 September. And so what the Forest Service decided to do is they decided to go ahead and terminate the contract and stuff. Um, I tagged the senators to let them know that the airplanes were still working. We actually just got off a fire. We worked the past two days in North Fire, um, South of Tahoe, uh, near Interstate 80. And uh, it was videos from that fire and just tagged out and uh, it, it got a lot of views. It, it, when I last looked at it, it was like 8,200 views. It might have been a little bit more, a little bit less than that. And um, the problem was is that um, as I was trying to draw awareness, and, it's, and, and the senators are already aware. They've already made several petitions. One, I think that they were already briefed on what the red tape that the Forest Service had, so they, um, they petitioned for the mods to be excuse me, uh, expedited on the airplanes. And they've also um, expressed some concern that uh, the airplane was going to sit because there wasn't a bridge contract for one October to the end of the fire season. And traditionally, Southern California, October is when the San Diego winds uh, kick up and get some fires late in the season. Uh, if you remember back to last year, Napa was on fire in November until December. And so there are late fires and stuff. So, and, and, you know, it's a crew, um, like I said, I, I, I think I can, I don't speak for the crew, but I, I will in this instance, because I think it's true is that we all love what we do. Um, uh, not because we're, uh, adrenaline junkies or anything like that. Um, everybody on the crew is either a still active member of a military branch, uh, guard, um, or they're re retirees from the guard active duty. So, I mean, they're, they're all vets, and we're, we've all lived a life of service. And I, it's kind of what you know, like giving back and uh, that feeling of accomplishment uh, that you you get from doing a good uh, a good thing. Um, and so, um, by by no <laughs> by no means am I asking for us to be uh, uh, on a mag on Time magazines, you know, mid of the year and stuff. Uh, by no means, but we, we do honestly and genuinely enjoy what we do and we're happy to serve. Um, and if, if we help, uh, one person, when our, our goal is to help everybody, but if we help one person, uh, it really means a lot, uh, for me. And I, I know it means a lot for the rest of the guys. It's not, um, out of rhetoric that we, we, we talk about that. We, we talk about that. It is fulfilling. Um, and, uh, so, uh, we kind of wanted to continue on. Um, and I know some people say, well, Jermaine, you're a contractor. I know what you really want. You want a job. Well, I mean, I always want a job, but I've, I personally have other things like I've got going on or can be going on. Um, like I said, uh, my unit is, uh, changing airframes and I've got school dates at the end of the year at the end of the season anyway, where I'm, I got to go to school and learn a new airplane and, 
Uh, I think we've talked about me. I, I kind of saw the writing on the wall during all season when uh, we had the um, uh, our contract got disputed and I was unemployed for a couple months. And so I went and took some real a real estate class and uh, taking testing. And you know, when I go home, I'm gonna go find me a, a broker to a big to go hang my um, license up under and uh, start on that. So it's um, as far as um, it being a monetary thing, um, by all means, um, I, w- I always want to be paid. But uh, I've I've made myself like a lot of people in this world understand that. Uh, you got to have more than one gig. Um, so I've got more than one gig, and so I'm not uh, dependent on this thing. Um, but like I said before, we're generally interested in, in serving stuff. So um, I tagged out um, the Congress just so they could see the, air, the airplanes are working and, and there's a need for us. And uh, maybe, you know, hint, hint, a little political pressure. Uh, to help us uh, get something with Cal Fire and the Forest Service to continue to allow us to fly the airplane to the end of the season. Um, I, I I love people, and I'm not mad at all, but uh, some people were kind of upset that the idea that they were going to sit a perfectly good tanker and stuff and to let their feelings be known, and there was kind of a, I'm not going to say it was a big backlash or whatever, but there were people who were, you know, uh, upset. And, you know, they were retweeting and adding in their own comments, stuff like that. So, generally speaking, our um, our responses have been positive. And I think it was the negative uh, backlash um, that kind of led to this morning us getting the uh, <laughs> email from our CEO or company. It was like, hey, you guys got to take that stuff down. And that was fine. Uh, because, like I say, th- we only put it up there for informational reasons anyway. And, you know, the the tagging and stuff, it wasn't to uh, shame or do anything other than we just really wanted the program to continue. Um, and that's it. And so I, I said that I, I said on Twitter today that I would address that. So I think I kind of have. And nobody really had a question um, uh, for me. So I just, you know, and all this stuff is really just – it's public knowledge. There's, or you go to fire aviation, you can read all about it. Um, they'll keep you up to date on the happenings in the fire community and stuff. And so, you know, I, uh, you know, I wasn't trying to cause a heartache for my company or anybody else and stuff. And I definitely wasn't, um, trying to, uh, because I, you know, I, I said in tweets and stuff, I was like, I mean, there's, uh, <laughs> I'm not pointing fingers at anybody for anything. Um, I, I don't have anything negative to say. I really think it's a great idea that Cal Fire gets the airplanes just because they want them. Um, I think that, I think that it would have been great for the Forest Service, but they didn't want at the end of the day that it, they they were tired of the process or whatever their decision was. They didn't want. It was clear that they said they didn't want the airplanes, so that part was clear. So for them to uh, not end up in the boneyard and for them to be <clears throat> still on track to become air tankers and help people and stuff. Um, and this is probably my last year or, or actually my last couple of days of doing this. And that's actually kind of why I'm uh, broadcasting um, my podcast on a Tuesday night <laughs> instead of waiting for it. Cause tomorrow I've got some extra stuff out here that I'm putting in a box and I'm shipping it back to Charlotte. Um, Cause when I go home, 
Uh, I'm not going to be able to take everything I got out on the uh, airplane. And so I'm consolidating and making a big box and shipping it home. So I said, let me uh, record this episode of the podcast uh, tonight, and uh, I'll put it out on Wednesday. And uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll work on it as soon as I get it done with this. Uh, probably not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. I'll probably just uh, uh, go to bed after this and wake up in the morning and put it out. Or maybe it's a, maybe it's an Easter uh, egg that you find in the morning and go, man, that Jermaine guy is working overnight for us. Uh, so that's kind of the history of what was going on with the program and you know and uh, what happened on Twitter. If you guys follow me on Twitter, I got like and now I will say that one video kind of blew up and I, I put other videos out there and no one cared, but that one video blew up and uh, it actually kind of I mean I only had like seventy followers previously. I think I'm up to 155 now. I know I'm balling out of control. The blue check mark is mine. Um, but, uh, yeah, so for those people who cared, um, that's what happened. As there's no big bad wolf in the story and stuff. It's just uh, we want to continue to uh, uh, service the public. And uh, uh, it's probably, I don't know. I don't know, what, I don't know what the odds are. I don't know if I heard the odds by doing that, and I didn't mean to. Um, you know, just – uh, trying to help and you know you know it, it's not the first mistake I made <laughs> we probably won't be the last mistake hopefully it wasn't that big a deal and uh, everybody involved knows that um, there were no negative uh, intentions in that uh, so um, I I also um, had a couple things um, I was going to do um, some leadership leadership stuff on this episode, and um, I'm going to push it off for an episode because this episode kind of wrote itself for what I wanted to talk about, um, and you know, so I talk about negative stuff. So I had no ill will there, and in fact, um, I just uh, <laughs> I, w- I, w- I, w- I, w- I wanted to. Uh, kind of have a good week. You know, the last episode I talked about um, uh, basically the hits, history and context of racism within America and stuff. And one of the things that I, because um, again, mistakes and stuff, I, you know, just me, I'm just super critical. And if you enjoyed the episode, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, it was really heavily laden with, um, uh, sound bites and clips and stuff that I put in there. Uh, the most clips I've ever used in the episode. It was, you know, I, I had to go back. I actually recorded the episode twice uh, and tried to put a, a lot of thought into what I was saying. So I was trying to, you know, spit you some facts and, you know, be entertaining and still be engaging and stuff. You know, you, just, you can't sit here monotone. You know, I'm just trying to trying to do my thing for y'all and your earbuds so you get that sweet, sweet, sweet tone in there. And, um, it, 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 you know, try to, try to help, you know, so, but if, if you didn't hear it, I, I suggest going back, listen to it. I thought it was a good episode, um, towards the end, cause it was like an hour and a half, uh, towards the end, I was tired of talking, uh, <laughs> which, which led me to, uh, to, to press a little bit harder, um, for, uh, finding a co-host and I may have an unwilling co-host. We will see next episode 
I just, that's, that's your tease for the next episode. I might not be by myself. One of the things that we always talk about um, outside of the podcast, well, I say we, me, like I'm plural now, uh, I talk about outside the podcast is that it's hard to hold a podcast by yourself or anything by yourself. Um, if I was doing stand-up, and if you, if you know me personally, you, you've ever heard me storytell and stuff, when you're getting feedback from somebody, anybody, it's easy to tell if you need to go a little harder, pull up a little bit. You can get those nonverbals and stuff. Uh, when you're by yourself, and especially like when you're in a hotel room in the middle of the night talking on a microphone, it's a little hard to judge if I'm being over the top or I'm too little, too late and stuff. So that's why I co-host. You'll see a lot of people with a co-host is because they can bounce that energy off of somebody and they can get some feedback, whether it's over the phone or anything. But when you're just by yourself carrying it, um, and I think I've proven that I can talk for an hour straight all by myself. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at the uh, recorder and I'm already 25 minutes in and I ain't even really got to the good stuff yet. Um, so I'm... Uh, I'm going to tease that, that uh, I'm trying to get a co-host. She knows who she, knows who she is. Um, she recently told me that I could actually say her name. Um, but I decided to hold off on this podcast until she tells me, yes, that she's going to co-host. And then she can have more than the name said. Uh, she can speak out loud. And uh, we can talk about it. So there, there's your, your incentive to tell me yes right there. Um. But anyway, so yeah, I the last episode, uh, I did get some feedback from it and stuff. And so, like I say, it was really about um, historically the mistreatment of black people and people of color in 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 America, and for context, really. Um, and 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 maybe what I didn't explain at the end was, well, what does this all mean? And the whole purpose of that was is that for context for people when they hear stories on the news about discrimination, when they're hearing all this stuff, it's not made up. It is ingrained in who we are as America. Um, that stuff's real. Those videos are real. They're not, you know, it's not just, you know, I don't know how you can continue week by week to see stuff on the news and see all these interactions and stuff and think to yourself that that's just, you know, well, that's just that one guy. Well, it's a lot of one guys out there, and there's a lot of uh, problems out there, but it's all in you, you got to kind of have the context, and that's what I was trying to provide of why it's not singular incidents. You, you got to look at the totality of what's going on and put it together, and uh, basically to believe your black and brown friends when they tell you that this shit's real, um, that our neighborhoods are not more dangerous and more criminal than other neighborhoods. That are why we have a higher police presence in our neighborhoods, where that comes from, um, and that poverty and crime are related, uh, and proximity and crime are related. So when you hear the the conversations about, well, you know, what about Chicago? I don't know if you're the Blues Brothers, then uh, hopefully you got a full tank of gas, a pack of cigarettes, and you're wearing shades. Um, but if you're, if you're talking about those kind of things, it, you can't just zoom in on it and without taking a step back and zooming back and going, okay, well, when you talk about black-on-black crime, you don't talk about white-on-white crime. 
which is just as, uh, if not as high, very close to being as high percentage-wise. Because crime, again, is about proximity, mostly. People are not super villains. I think I said in the last episode, they don't go across town to find, uh, they don't go across country, across the towns. You know, they, you know, they, it's very localized when people commit crimes. Uh, because again, poverty is a driving factor for that too. Um, so anyway, you know, and, and the, the real thing is that, um, all this stuff, we, we can solve all this stuff. Uh, but you can't heal what you don't reveal. Uh, one of the sayings I like to quote from Charlemagne the guy. And uh, Uncle Charlotte, if you ever listen to this, uh, I appreciate your time, brother. Uh, another Carolina boy trying to do his thing. Uh, but I um, I thought it was a good episode. And, you know, after going through all that, you know, I kind of wanted something uh, positive. Um, and so I was, uh, searching, not searching, surfing. That's probably a better word. I was surfing, uh, the internet and I actually found, um, and we, we were constantly having, um, especially with the NFL season, um, starting up, uh, this week on Thursday, be a Thursday night game. Um, but that conversation about kneeling and players and stuff, oh, man, it's it's still there. And so, um, I'm going to butcher his name, but Beto Beto or Rourke uh, is candidate, and he's going to be in Ted Cruz in Texas um, for his seat. And uh, there's a viral video out there um, of him talking about the kneeling. Now, I'm setting it up. And I said I and I said to myself, I said to you, I said to myself after the last episode, I was not going to play any more clips. <laughs> I was just going to talk for an episode. And when I was doing my leadership stuff, I didn't have any clips for it. Um, but with the real meat and potatoes of, of this podcast, uh, the good stuff is uh, kind of based on this and some other stuff on uh, social media because uh, this is my you know. So I got my Twitter. Uh, so let me get my Facebook story. Uh, but anyway, if, if if you want to, you can go to my page. If not, then just hold on a second, and I'll play it for you. And it's probably, as I set this up, it's probably um, the most reasoned uh, response um, to player protest. It really is. I thought... Um, after listening to it, that it was so well spoken that even people who were a little bit um, upset <laughs> could listen to it and and hear the reason in it. I'm I'm gonna let you tell me. personally felt about how disrespectful it is like you have the NFL players kneeling during the national anthems. I wanted to know if you found that disrespectful to our country, to our veterans, and anybody related to that. It's just, I find it incredibly frustrating that people seem to be okay with that, and I would just like to hear your input. Thank you. Thanks for a great question. Again, on a really tough issue that if we don't talk about, 
is not going to get better. And the question is, how do you feel about NFL players who take a knee during the national anthem? And is it disrespectful to this country, to the flag, to service members who are right there tonight where it is tonight in Afghanistan, and those former service members, retirees, and veterans who are here with us today? Thank you each for your service. Um, my, my short answer is no. I don't think it's disrespectful. Here's my, my longer answer, but I'm going try to try to make sure that I get this right, uh, because I think it's a really important question. And reasonable people, reasonable people can disagree on this issue. Let's begin there. And it makes them no less American to come down on a different conclusion on this issue, right? Um, you can feel as a young man does, you can feel as I do, you're every bit as American all the same. Um, but I'm reminded, somebody mentioned reading the, the Taylor Branch book. Um, you did. Um, Parting the Waters and the King Years. And, and when you read that book and find out what Dr. King and this nonviolent, peaceful movement to secure better, because they didn't get full, civil rights for their fellow Americans, the challenges that they faced, those who died in Philadelphia, Mississippi, for the crime of trying to be a man, trying to be a woman in this country, um, the, the young girls who died in the church bombing, um, those who were beaten within an inch of their life crossing the Edmund Pettus Bridge in Selma, Alabama with John Lewis, um, those who were punched in the face, spat upon, dragged out by their collar at the Woolworth lunch counter for sitting with white people at the same lunch counter in the same country where their fathers may have bled the same blood on the battlefields uh, of Omaha Beach or Okinawa or anywhere that anyone ever served this country. Um, the freedoms that we have were purchased not just by those in uniform, and they definitely were, but also by those who took their lives into their hands riding those Greyhound buses, the Freedom Riders in the Deep South in the 1960s, who knew full well that they would be arrested, and they were serving time in the Mississippi State Penitentiary. Um, Rosa Parks getting from the back of the bus to the front of the bus. Peaceful, nonviolent protests, including taking a knee at a football game to point out that black men unarmed, black teenagers unarmed, and black children unarmed are being killed at a frightening level right now, including by members of law enforcement without accountability and without justice. And this problem, as grave as it is, is not going to fix itself. And they're frustrated, frankly, with people like me and those in positions of public trust and power who have been unable to resolve this or bring justice for what has been done and to stop it from continuing to happen in this country. And so nonviolently, peacefully, while the eyes of this country are watching these games, they take a knee to bring our attention and our focus to this problem to ensure that we fix it. That is why they are doing it. And I can think of nothing more American than to peacefully stand up or take a knee for your rights anytime, anywhere, any place. So thank you very much for asking the question. I appreciate it. So, um, I don't know. Hi. Like I said, in the tee up, I, I just kind of thought that that was a unifying message and it kind of rolled into um 
the context. I mean, it, it, I, I I thought he hit a lot of great points, man. I really did. I thought, man, let me put this on my Facebook because anybody that takes the time to listen to this, I don't care what your views are. If you listen to that, a reasonable person can go, you know, I mean, he starts off by saying we can come to different conclusions. It doesn't make us less American. Not the way that um, it's being portrayed in the media. And I'll get the I'll get the cap in a second, but I saw uh, when when I when I've when I've seen his name today is the anti-American. He's not anti-American. He's anti-police violence. And if that is if brutality and uh, not being able to uh, receive justice for uh, your loved ones who are murdered doesn't matter who who did the murdering um but if somebody is not violent unarmed and innocent and they're killed um instead of trying to vilify the person to justify the, the murder um how about we we live in a place where that stuff just doesn't happen or when it does there's accountability for it um because I, I don't think the alternative is American or what you really want to be America. But that's kind of like, well, you know, episode 11, where I went back and showed the context for what um, our, our laws and our enforcement and the thoughts and stuff uh, and hearts and, uh, of people really are uh, or were, hopefully. But um, we see a lot of it still today. So I put that out and. I got a, uh, I got a comment on there and basically it's the same argument and stuff. Um, I don't care. Um, they, they're ruining my game. Uh, now let me, let me, let me, let me stop for a second. So, um, I, am like everybody else on Facebook. I don't just see my page. In fact, when I when I when I scroll through the timeline, I see a lot of pages and a lot of opinions and a lot of things. And when I see things that I like, I hit the button, give it a thumbs up. I either like it or generally enough about it, you know, I you know, I, I will say that everything that um I click on, I'm you know, because hell I don't hundred percent agree with shit I said in episode one. Um, and I said it, um, so <laughs> if there's something out there for, that somebody else said, I might, you know, 90%, 80%, you know, that's kind of spot on. And I understand that. Um, but, uh, I just like it. Or if it doesn't speak to me, I take my finger on my smartphone and I screw right past, um, and again, a lot of things in context, you know, um, I'm from North Carolina. Um, I'm 42 years old, about to be 43 years old. Um, I, I know a lot of people work with a lot of people who believe in their Southern heritage and their, their, uh, their Southern pride, whether it be with Confederate, uh, monuments 
or flags or, or whatever it is and stuff. I don't agree with that shit. Not one fucking bit. In fact, the hypocrisy of people that wave a Confederate flag for traitors and treasonous acts against the Union and that they celebrated simply based on great grandpa, great great grandpa, uh, fought that fight. Um, if he was a murderer, or if, we'll, we'll, we'll tone it down for murder because that's too harsh. Um, if great 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 grandpa <laughs> was a mobster, you're telling me that it's your family heritage and tradition for the mob and stuff. Um, so you're. Uh, while you may be currently a lawyer and stuff, you understand that there's times that you have to operate outside the law. I just don't understand the the people who who are so patriotic to our flag and our country and stuff, but walk around or want to defend uh, the existence of monuments to people and ideals that are contrary to the ideals that they say that they hold dear now. Simply because great, great, great grandpa, great, great, yeah, two or three, great grandpa participated. It's crazy to me. I hear, I, I see those comments. You know what I do? I scroll past them. I don't comment. I scroll right past. So when I put stuff out there, especially something like this, and you disagree, um, I ask you to scroll past unless you want to have a conversation so part of the reason I, I say uh, when I start off with this with the whole uh, generalize what was said because I would just read it to you but um, people generally don't want that smoke with me um, they don't want this problem because my clap back is strong and you can't come on my page with your opinions and no facts and tell me how you feel uh, that's for your therapist. Uh, I'm not your therapist. Um, if you want somebody to make you feel better, I suggest calling your mama. Uh, because I'm going to get in your ass. Um, you're not going to come on my page, talk crazy and shit with your opinions. I don't go on your page and do it. And so I was just amazed that somebody came back on my page. Not really amazed because it happens all the time. Um, but they came on there and a the guy I know worked with in this program and no longer in this program, but he worked, uh, here for a season. And, uh, basically his argument was that they, they're, they're, they're professional athletes on the clock, uh, doing work and you don't get a right to protest at work because if you were in the military, you don't get that right. Um, let me say that they're professional athletes. And I've never seen a touchdown scored uh, during the National Anthem, which means they're not on the clock yet. They actually literally have a clock that says when they start working. Um, for everybody that says, well, they're on the field and they're in the building and stuff, okay, so if you show up to work early, I don't care what it's for, you show up to work early and stuff, you're on the clock, right? You're getting, no, you're not, are you, are you sure? Huh. Well, that's goddamn conflicted. How do I make that scenario stick? The The point of all this is, is that if you don't come to my page with that weak ass shit, I'm going to pull out your, I'm, I'm going to pull out your stuff and uh, we're going to talk about it. What I actually hate more than that was I actually had a guy 
uh, who messaged me and because he didn't want to have the conversation publicly. So he messaged me to have this conversation. Now, I'm going to tell you this. On a public conversation, I'm probably going to be civil. I assume if you want to private message me for a conversation, then you really want the business. So I really gave him the business. And I screenshot all your conversations. Because I know y'all screenshot all my conversations. So I, I screenshot all the conversations and stuff. Um, so when you go back and you delete your comments and stuff, I don't got in your ass and maybe embarrass you a little bit. Um, don't worry. Um, we, I mean, you obviously, I would just leave them there. Because <laughs> if, if I want to pull them back out, uh, I keep receipts. Uh, I keeps receipts. Um, so it's just amazing to me that people are that video, like seriously, like that video kind of riled somebody up and I just didn't really get it. I didn't get that, what that was. And so, um, There's so there's a new fresh controversy. So yesterday, well, you know what? I ain't know what I'm talking about. What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? Man, what I'm talking about is Colin Kaepernick and Nike. So Nike signed him back. I think it was like 2011. I'm not looking at anything. Just memory right now. Um, I didn't even have a script for this uh, episode. Uh, I was just kind of riled up, and I said I was going to uh, knock it out. But 2011, um, and you can check me on that if you want, uh, they signed Colin to a uh, deal, and they just hadn't used him for advertising. They actually been paying him and stuff. And so, but they chose to use him as the uh, face of their new campaign and stuff. So it's a picture of Colin, and it says, Believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. And people lost their fucking minds. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I will tell you this, just based on some stuff that I saw, um, the 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 positive stuff outweighed the negative comments. But man, the negative comments are there, especially on my timeline. Oh, especially on my timeline. Uh, remember, I'm from the south, uh, <laughs> and so a lot of people I know are from the South and they got some Southern heritage, uh, issues going on with them. Um, so I mean, it just kind of, and this rolls all into the football to the speech. It just kind of rolls all that up. And so we we seem to be dealing with the same issue again over and over again, but not really. Um, because, uh, it is purpose, purposeful intent to drive the conversation uh, away from what the issues are, that police brutality and stuff that we're talking about, and towards other things, so we don't have to have that conversation. Um, but like Mr. O'Rourke said, you know, we 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 got to have these conversations, and the reason that players kneel is to peacefully protest and draw attention to those issues. I've heard on uh, it's Fox. I'm going to call it Fox. I've heard on Fox. Um, they don't even know what their protest is about. Ah, that was actually kind of a comment that was made on my page. 
uh, at the Apple video from dudes like, if they're so into it, then why don't they? Do, what are they doing during the off season? And so my first reply was like, um, I asked you the same thing. What are they doing? If you don't know, it's because you don't want to know. You have, and it's amazing now because we do have the internet. If you really want to know, you can research it. Um, and so, just for people um, who only did K through twelve, or it's just been a while since you've done any kind of research, remember that when you do research, it's not just one source researching. That you, you can find anything. I can write a book. In fact, I am going to write. I am writing a book. Um, about my principal leadership, the, uh, I believe it's episode seven and nine. Uh, those were great episodes. You need to go check those out. Um, but, uh, man, check them all out. Go back to the website, www.themaineventpodcast.com. Uh, you can find all the episodes there, uh, iTunes, Google play, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. And, uh, we're on there anyway. Um, so <laughs> what plug in the middle, um, it's just amazing to me how people uh, just kind of jump around and, and say all this crazy stuff. And so I, because I'm, I'm sighing because it is frustrating. Um, it just really is a timeout for this. It's, it's frustrating for me because I'm really not trying to get into it with people. I'm really not. In fact, I put something out on my Facebook today that's basically, you know, and roughly said, because I meant it uh, the way I said it, um, is, is stay off my page. If you and if you want to have a conversation, if you really, really want to have a conversation and a public debate about something, at least come with your facts and have your story straight. At least that. Don't come at me with, you know, and it's hard in that medium to really judge what people are saying or the tone behind, you know, nonverbals. Uh, make up most of your communication and again just like hosting this podcast when you don't have anything to bounce it back on you're left to infer and uh, your feelings on the things and stuff and these are charged kind of things but you got to have these conversations it's not going to go away and so uh, it was just amazing to me that uh, on Facebook and in my messenger I had guys coming at me um with some pretty, uh, I'll, I'll tell you the the one of my messenger was awesome uh, because um, his justification for the continuance of slavery was is that it was important um, because the union uh, depended on it, and so I will tell you historically he's right, and I told him I said yeah you're right, um, but it's still wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me, well, the South wasn't going to go along with it if they took the slaves away, but they talked about it. Oh, well, my, why? Why didn't somebody tell me they talked about it? Oh, my goodness. You know, the brutality and savagery of slavery is all excused now because they talked about it. Man, get out of my goddamn DMs with stupid-ass conversations like that. If that's your arguments for stuff, when you come talk to me, Please don't save yourself the time. You're gonna end up deleting your comments. Somebody gonna say some shit to you. Don't do it. Uh, shout out to uh, my big brother uh, who's on a cruise right now uh, that he didn't invite me to. Um, but shout out to him because um, uh, he don't give a fuck. And if you gonna jump on my page, 
you probably going to get him jumping in your ass, and he is nowhere as civil as I am. So shout out to Big Brother Brian. Um, but um, so, you know, that goes on, and then we go back to the Colin Kaepernick thing that came out, and a lot of people upset to the point that they're like, boycott Nike. Um, uh, they had some people that are burnt, they're burning their shoes. Now, first of all, uh, all the shoes that I've seen, y'all could grass these shoes. Stop playing. And most of y'all don't have a whole bunch of Nike shit in your house anyway. Stop playing. Uh, Nobody is out there burning up hundreds of dollars worth of Nike. In fact, if you're a grown man out here with Nike uh, jumpsuits on and stuff, you need to uh, reevaluate lots of your life, not just that one part. I mean, what are you? (laughs) Sal? You know, the Adidas jumpsuits too, or your drug dealing. What is your problem, dude? Um, but and, and to each his own. Um, just like um, some people found out the In and Out Burger out here in California uh, donated to the GOP, and so there was a boycott boycott uh, call for that. Um, to each his own. I mean, if you don't, I mean, you don't have to support organizations or anybody that doesn't line up with your worldview. You just don't, especially when it comes to your dollars and stuff. So the people that wanted to uh, boycott Nike, by all means, the people that went out and bought some fresh new Nikes today, um, by all means, do you, again, like when I post something on my page, scroll on by. Do you. It's fine. Um, What I had a problem with um, through all this um, complaints about Colin was is that um, some people decided that it was a good idea to rebrand that logo and put um, Pat Tillman on there. And for all you guys that don't know, Pat Tillman, he was a professional uh, football player, uh, gave up playing in the NFL, uh, joined the Army, I believe Pat was even Special Forces. He ended up dying over in Afghanistan. He was friendly fire. Uh, we're not going to even uh, get detailed into the fact that the government didn't want to admit that uh, sold, American soldiers had shot their own, and that's how he died. Um, but uh, Pat Tillman, nevertheless, uh, is universally thought of as a hero. And so when they saw the slogan that they had, believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything, they thought that Nike would have been better served by using Pat Tillman. Is there supposed is, is that symbol for that? Because he said he did the ultimate sacrifice. And he sacrificed his life. And on the surface of that, you go, well, I believe that too, Jermaine. Okay, so here's a problem that I have: is that when we're having these debates about the the uh, uh, the protests and stuff, I really, really want people to stop using soldiers in your political debates. They literally deserve much more than that um if you are really really concerned about veterans um then we need to tackle their mental health their homelessness uh and jobs uh for veterans um those would be a few issues veteran issues that i would suggest that you put your time and effort and your outrage into um but that's not what i see when i scroll through the timeline i don't see that i see you getting uh, wrapped up about players kneeling and you want to interject veterans into this (sighs) okay so here's the deal if you are a veteran you have every bit of right to express yourself 
uh, about your service. And then that's where the period is. Right there. Um, you don't have the right to talk about mine or anybody else's. Dude, speak your truth. I'll speak mine. We are grown men and women, and we don't need you to project your views onto us as a whole. Not all soldiers feel the way you do. When I talk, well, I don't really, um, but if, if you're going to use your, well, I'm a veteran, and I'm, yep, there you go. I'm offended. Okay, but not all veterans are. Um, and if you had Google, which is on your phone, I swear to God it is, um, you would know that that's the case. That it's not a uh, all veterans kind of thing. It's not. Um, some some people are, and some people aren't. The same with the rest of society. There's some people that are offended. Some people aren't offended. Um, but so here's my deal with the uh, the Pat Tillman thing. Um, his wife, his wife, his widow. Um, doesn't want Pat's memory used in that way. And so when I say veterans and our heroes, our fallen heroes and stuff, it is beyond disrespectful and tacky to use that as subterfuge to, to, uh, cover up what your opinions are and try to use those men and women as justification for something. Just take them out. Believe me, if you got a great argument, um, if everybody was to take them out of the conversation, um, you could still win your argument. Um, the problem is there's really no basis for it, and it's the diversionary technique, and it's disgusting. Um, it really is. I'm going to read you um, what Maria Tillman uh, said. And, and I, I want you to understand, this is his widow, so it doesn't matter what you think Pat would have thought. Uh, out of respect for him and his wife, how about you just give her a little bit? She says, as a football player and soldier, Pat inspired countless Americans to unify. It is my hope that his memory should always remind people that we must come together. Pat's service, along with that of every man and woman's service, should never be politicized in a way that divides us. We are too great of a country for that. Those that serve fight for the American ideals of freedom, justice, and democracy. They and their families know the cost of that fight. I know the very personal cost in a way I feel acutely every day. She added, the very action of self-expression and freedom to speak from one's heart, no matter those views, is what Pat and so many other Americans have given their lives for. Even if they didn't always agree with those views, it is my sincere hope that our leaders both understand and learn from the lessons of past life and death, and also those of so many other brave Americans. So I shared that in a post on Facebook. Um today and the the whole thing was is that hey i don't care what your views are um his wife doesn't want you doing that and you guys are out here reposting this over and over and over again his wife doesn't want that um um anybody out of charlotte we lost some guys a couple of years ago in a plane crash and stuff and i would be devastated if somebody used their uh politicize their death um that's horrible. That woman still lives with that. And to make a point, you're trying to use her dead husband. Um, it's wrong. And a lot, I see it a lot from our own veterans and stuff. And so 
I just just on that point, just asking people to, hey man, how about you not? How about you not um desecrate that man's memory by pulling him into a fight that he didn't ask to be in? He's fought enough. Let the warrior rest. And as a veteran, I don't understand why that would be a hard thing for you. In fact, as a veteran, I'm not even sure why that's even worth arguing about. But there's always somebody who wants to say something. So I had a guy, and he said, Jermaine, I will not listen. I will not watch, and I will not support the NFL until this ends. You can protest on your own dime, not mine. I wouldn't have a job either if I did this in my uniform. Enough said. I said, man, I don't give a shit. I mean, I really don't. I'm not asking to watch or support the NFL. I'm not doing either. Um, the whole purpose of the post was to respect our veterans enough to lead them out of these conversations because the protests aren't about those. It's not about those conversations. Um, and of course, uh, he ended up deleting uh, a lot of shit he said. Um, but, uh, so, you know, and I, and I posed this to him that he would not answer, could not answer. And I said, man, I'll make this simple for you. I said, you ain't got to answer this because this exercise ain't meant to shame you or others thing like you. Um, but do you think that police killing, unarmed, nonviolent, innocent people of color is wrong? If you do, can you show me evidence where you strongly stated that as much as you stated your displays, distaste for players in the NFL? Because that's what the issue is. And if you don't think that's true, then I can see why everything else bothers you. If you don't believe that it's an issue, then it, everything else bothers you. Just like it wasn't about water fountains or buses or lunch counters. It's not about the anthem flag or veterans. Please leave our veterans out of these conversations. I'd rather have a conversation about cloth and song if you want to do it. Um, and so he kind of wrote back to me that that was outrageous. Like what, I was like, well, like what part that you to go on somebody else's page and state your displeasure over an issue you felt strongly about or that you care. I said, this conversation only proves one of those statements. Um, look, I got to his ass. Um, because the whole thing was, is that you came on my page and you expressed your opinion. So when I asked you about your opinion, about the, what we say the issue is police brutality, do you think it's wrong? Well, I think naturally people want to say, especially, you know, when they in my DMs talking, that, yeah, man, that's wrong. Okay. Well, so what I'm asking for you and anybody else that wants to come on my page is to show me where you've stated that before. Just screenshot it and show it to me. We can continue the conversation. If you can't do that, please stay off the page. Because as he thought that was crazy, I said, well, you obviously have strong opinions. And if you have a strong enough opinion, you're even willing to come on somebody's page to express it. So just show me where you stated that before, and that way I know that that's your opinion. It's easy to get caught up in the extracurricular stuff. It really is. It's just so easy to get caught up in that stuff. Uh, the whole purpose of that post was just to say we need, if we really truly love and honor our veterans, and that was one of the things, too, 
when people out here burning their shoes and stuff, it's been pointed out. If you love veterans like you say you do, instead of why don't you donate your shoes to the homeless, your clothes, those are clothes instead of tearing them up. Um, I understand that you want to boycott and stuff, but if you want to help out, there's 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 other ways to help out, and instead of doing that, um, and it's amazing. Uh, where people put their outrage, and that's what in uh, another conversation I had, which you know, you're you're outraged. It's like, I'm not outraged. I'm like, well, you you're outspoken. <laughs> you're not outraged about it. You're very outspoken about it. And look, this whole conversation about what it's about, and people telling you that the athletes don't know what it's about, know exactly what it's about. The message has never gone off, uh, has never changed from their perspective. It hasn't. It hasn't changed. Uh, have some people tagged on and added to it? Sure. Like we're talking about prison reform and stuff like that. Absolutely. Uh, because there are a lot of, again, episode 11, a lot of things in history that lead us to this point in these conversations. And they have to be had. They will be had. Whether you want to or not, uh, America can collectively put his fingers in the ears and go, na, 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 boo, boo, I don't hear you. Um, but that's not realistic. Um if if people want to have a civil discourse about this stuff, at least come with some some facts on and not just your opinion, um, because um, uh, we've talked about these things. There are incidents caught on body cam stuff. There was a young man who was just had some charges dropped against him today. Uh, they they wanted to charge him with the attempted murder of a police officer. Uh, they didn't have a gun. He didn't have a gun. There was no gun. Uh, no bullets. <laughs> Uh, the officer turned off his dash and body cam. Uh, there was absolutely no evidence and stuff. Uh, but the DA decided to go ahead and press charges. And after a year of fighting and stuff, they finally had to drop the charges because there was nothing there to support that. He was innocent. So when we talk about these things daily, daily this stuff comes up. Uh, and that's why they kneel because of incidents like this where people of color are unjustly, uh, our neighborhoods are over-policed uh, because, quite honestly, if I had a police officer follow you around all day, I'm sure you're going to do something. Or even if you didn't do something, if the system was set up to believe officers without, you know, you know, we, we say that you're innocent until proven guilty, but an officer can summarily uh, judge you and execute you on the spot, and there's nothing given to that. So how can that be? Um we, we, we can't have a contradictory society where uh, some justice for some people, it's got to be all justice for all people. And if we want to have those kind of conversations, absolutely. I'm willing. They're tough conversations, and they are going to get heated and stuff. You know, I used the example when I was talking to one guy about uh, there's a husband who's beating his wife, and he's been beating his wife for years. Uh, they have a long history of this. Well, one day the wife decides that she is not going to put up with it, and she's going to her little protest. She's not going to have his food warm when he gets home. You know, if he gets home late, he's just going to have to heat it up. Well, he comes home, and of course, that becomes an argument for them. And in his argument, he says, hey, I'm the breadwinner in this house. You're a stay-at-home um, woman, wife, and um, you're disrespecting me. And you show no regard for my hard work in this house and stuff. And he goes and just lays it on. You're being disrespectful. If this sounds familiar, it's supposed to. Um, 
you know, I, I, I do so much and this is what you, this is, how, this is how you treat me. And she goes, well, I'm doing this because you beat me. And he's like, Hey, look, that's a totally different topic from the food topic. That has nothing to do with that. You see how ludicrous that is for him to be able to get off topic like that when what led to the cold food was the abuse, but he doesn't see it because he's an abuser in the first place. And then he won't acknowledge it and he wants to bring it back to other things to the lack of respect for him and everything he does. Let's say he has a dangerous job because it's a dangerous job and you don't respect it. America has been that abusive person to people of color and we, we peacefully protested these things and said, hey, um, that's not right. And instead of addressing the issues that led to the protest, we create other issues um, so that we don't have to. Man, I can go on and on all day with that kind of stuff. But uh, I would digress on that. Hey, so really to kind of bring this stuff home and wrap it up is uh, don't play on my page. Uh, that's probably number one. Um, it's not going to end up well for you. Um, definitely don't send me a private message uh, to try to have that conversation. If you want to have the conversation, have it out in front of everybody. Um, uh, because if you do, um, then I'm, I'm probably really going to talk shit to you. Um, and you're really not going to like me. Um, and I'm okay with that. Um, uh, my mama likes me, I think. Um, but <laughs> so social media is the devil. Uh, Twitter got me in trouble. Uh, Facebook is continuing to get me in trouble. Uh, luckily Instagram is mostly pictures. Um, <laughs> and I hadn't posted any pictures yet. It's, uh, pissing anybody off. But, uh, um, the clapback is real. Uh, so prepare yourself if you want to do that. Um, but don't, uh, let's have a civil discourse and that's kind of for the whole country, not just my page, but you know, as I show you respect, you show me respect. Um, you know, obviously, uh, I have my views. You can go to my Facebook and see what my views are. I mean, I don't know why people think that when I put a uniform on, I stop being black. <laughs> Y'all act like uh, the police are going to be like, oh, hold on a second. He's in the military. Don't kill him. Y'all forgot about Fruitville Station. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, men and women serving the armed forces are still uh, subject to racism um, and mistreatment. And so it doesn't go away simply because you serve. Uh, so uh, I've got my opinions, and I'm willing to talk about them. Um, but you know, again, let's have a respectful conversation about those things. Um, again, um, I'm packing all my stuff up as soon as I sign off of here, shipping it home. Uh, it's been a great ride. I am appreciative to, uh, Cherokee Holdings, uh, who's our parent company, uh, for allowing me to, uh, extend my C-130 career, uh, by at least a couple more months and uh, I really enjoy what I do um, uh, for my crew I love them it's been great working with the guys I hate that it's coming to an end I really do um, 
uh, I'm sure that I will see you guys again. I apologize for uh, the Twitter outburst <laughs> again. Uh, no malice in there. Uh, the program will be in good hands with Cal Fire. I really do believe that. Um, again, I have no sponsors, so nobody made me say that. Um, but, hey, it, it's it's been great. It's been wonderful. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Thanks for listening to me rant and rave this episode. Uh, like I said, you can check me out on the website, www.themainevent.podcast.com. Uh, it's also the main event on Twitter um, and on, uh, I got a Facebook page, or you just look me up at Jermaine Park. I got my own public Facebook page. You can look on there for stuff too, or the Instagram. Uh, hopefully next week when I come in, I will have somewhat teased a co-host and she can introduce herself or I will have intro music for, uh, whichever way. Um, I love you guys. You guys are absolutely the best audience in the world because you don't have to be here. You can be doing anything with your time, but I thank you for tuning in to the main event. Yeah.